exciting times formula one i just had to dig this did topic you, wait wait sorry <laughs> but did you just say formula one and exciting did you watch that race today <laughs> i did i did you know We'll get into that a much, a much, a, a bit later. But why I said exciting times is, I had to dig this topic out. Like I was just thinking, what could be discussed this week? And I was like, okay, greatest F1 teammates rivalry. Mm. Senna versus Prost. I don't know. Do you want to go first on this, or I start? But um, you can go first. You can go. I've got a lot to say on Senna and Prost, but you can go first. Okay, uh, Senna and Prost. Shared four titles between 1988 and 1991. Teammates for two years. Only as Prost joined Ferrari in 1990. So the battle continued on, but we're still doing teammate rivalry. So we just focus on their McLaren years. Senna, 14 victories, 26 poles, 150 points, 18 podiums, six fastest laps. Frost, 11 victories, 4 poles, 163 points, 25 podiums, 12 fastest laps. Yeah, that was, that was, that was quite the ri- rivalry from the archives I've seen and some race highlights. You know, dramatic 1989 Japanese Grand Prix finale. Damn, that crash, that collision. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Like, what, what way to decide the title? Two, the two contenders don't even end up crossing the line. It's crazy. Senna was disqualified after colliding with Prost. And then I think Senna won the 88th title with a three-point differential. And after it's all said and done, Prost and Senna currently sit fourth and fifth respectively on all-time wins lists, all-time wins list. So what do you make of that rivalry? Was it purely racing or the animosity between them as people influenced it? I think the animosity definitely influenced it. I think politics influenced it as well, mm-hmm. in the sense that there was a French FIA president at the time that perhaps, was, or from Senna's camp, was believed to be favourable towards Prost, mm-hmm. um, which influenced things um, in his favour. Obviously, the, we know what happened in Japan. Both yeah, years. yeah. Um, you can't... Both of them were as bad as each other at the end of the day. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, Senna's was, was very much revenge. Yeah, but the fact that you've essentially forced your teammates to change teams mm. is that's that's that, that, that is a lot when you're the one to walk away, uh-uh, not a good look. <laughs> yeah, it's, look, it's the yeah. same as Rosberg and Hamilton. Yeah, um, Rosberg obviously had lost to Hamilton for all of his life, essentially. All of and his life, he man. beat him to the world title. Very much recognized that he wasn't going to be able to repeat that feat. I walked uh, walk away. I somewhat so you know respect. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave the sport knowing I beat Lewis. Bye bye. Like he achieved <laughs> his point. dream. He's a world champion. Yeah. He he knew he wasn't of the caliber to um, to do back to back or yeah. start going against against yeah. somebody ordinary show but against Lewis Ham Lewis Carl David Hamilton. He knew. <laughs> yeah. He knew he wasn't gonna be able to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, so I I respect it's, it must be difficult because he was on top of the world. He he retired five days after achieving his dream. Yeah, I'd crazy. be so enamored. I wouldn't even be thinking of something like that. But he knew that the emotional toll was so severe, what it cost his family, him and his wife, etc. That he yeah. didn't, he didn't want to try and do it again, um, which I respect because it takes uh, some. Tom Brady literally cost himself a marriage <laughs> true, by true. coming back yeah. to just to have his first loser first, season uh, ever. Exactly, yeah. So it's... it's you can imagine it, that. Yeah. It takes a, a lot to acknowledge 
when it's it's your time. I, it wasn't even Rosberg's time because Rosberg is thirty nine right now, I think. Because Rosberg is he's Hamilton senior, so mm, I remember exactly. um, he retired at thirty two or thirty three. Wait, Rosberg is younger than Hamilton, actually. Six months younger, five months. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. He, so yeah. Th- there's no excuse for him to have retired. To walk as, away like that, yeah. As early as he did. I remember Like, you're, run, you're running away from a fight, basically. Essentially, but... You did win the fight, but you're running away from future fights. You like, live to fight on. another day. <laughs> exactly. Go on, man. You're a champion, yes. It's one thing to be a champion. Can you do it again? I think he knew he couldn't do it again, which is That's why. That's another thing. No, he, he, he was sure. Whereas Prost and Senna. Yeah. Let's let's um, let's let's shift Hamilton and Rosberg. I think raw speed. Um, I think Senna had the advantage. Yeah. Um, but what? As I said, twenty-six pulls for Senna, four for Prost. So. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Senna is one of the greatest qualifiers ever. But yeah, it's both in race craft and I guess the strategic elements. Prost was able to make it up. Mm-hmm. And across the season, I know the championship, the way championships were settled back then, it was uh, one of them is they take your six best results. Mm. So it wasn't. Um, and then the points uh, system was different as well. Yeah. So it was 10 points. Prost was able to, Prost was able to hang with a driver that was quite frankly quicker than him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that simple. That I liken the science and Leclerc relationship to that because Leclerc is like Senna. He's the special generational talent. He has the raw yeah. pace. Yeah. But science is able to control the team or make those decisions on a whim. And uh, not make it uh animosity or yeah, they get along very well. Yeah, as, obviously they're as, not as, um as they're not battling for a world championship. You have true. To, yeah, for, that's another for thing. For a team rivalry to be great, the there has yeah. to be a world championship on the line. On the line, yeah. Because even yeah. other examples like Alonso and Hamilton and Hamilton's rookie year, mm-hmm. Alonso is not going to sit in that pit box and cost Hamilton his attempt at pole if they're not yeah. fighting. Yeah, it's true. that simple. True. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the way no other rivalry has gone to those extents of intention intentionally taking each other out. So I feel like it's it's a wash. Um, yeah. Prost and Senna is Absolutely. the greatest team, right? But it's, it's stuff of legend. Like, it is. It, it could it is. not happen today. Can you imagine it's Max, and Checo, Max and Checo are fighting for a title? It goes to the last race and first corner. First, first Bro. corner. Bro. And then you take each other out. I'll be it, just, it, just, <laughs> it just couldn't happen. It simply it was, couldn't happen. No, it was crazy. And then Prost walked away from Japan uh, at the time, three-time world champion or two-time, three-time. So, yeah. Three-time, then he came back and won. In 93, after a brief retirement. So, yeah, unfortunately... He was a smart man. Yeah, unfortunately, we lost to Senna in 94. Very tragic event and all that. And that kind of gave Prost, which he still discusses to this day, the reflection like, ah, this guy was my teammate. We had this and that. And then... Lost his life a year after my last year in F1, basically. So, yeah, that that was that was something else. Moving on to someone that we some people regard like a reincarnation of Senna, Lewis Hamilton, his rookie year versus Alonso. I also picked that out as a very hot rivalry. That 2007 title fight finished level on points. And one behind eventual Rina Kimi Raikkonen. They essentially both cost each other the title. It, it was power. mad. It was maddening. I think Hamilton only uh, was placed second in the standings because he had more second place finishes because they both had yeah. one, one um, eight points. Count so, back. Yeah. And yeah. obviously Hamilton. Um, 
Hamilton technically started it, um, started the whole mess. Yeah, I think, I think, I think disobey team, team orders or something. Yeah, the team yeah, was yeah. more in Hamilton's corner as well, which Alonso obviously didn't like. At, at he, anti- yeah. he anticipated it being easy to beat Hamilton, essentially. He didn't think this rookie was going to come in and come, be able to match him on yeah. the jump. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hamilton was one of the rare breeds to win GP3 and GP2 as a rookie, which is always the mark of an elite driver. Yeah, He was able to do both. And back then as well, the amount of testing hours that were available was a lot more drastic. So Hamilton was familiar in the car, which is why he hit the ground running. To get yeah, a podium yeah. on your Formula 1 debut, no matter the package, is incredibly impressive. It is mad, yeah. And to go around the outside... No, I think he had, he had five straight podiums, then one in Canada. So Yeah, I think it was until surprised. race nine. He, he, he yeah. said he didn't know where to go because he'd only ever finished on the podium. Yeah, like he, Park Fermi, he, he literally did not know where to go. <laughs> the fact they had to navigate Spygate as well, yeah, um, amongst the team who was involved did Fernando benefit, etc., mm. etc. Et um, the fact that, um, at Fuji, Alonso aquaplaned and um, had a massive, massive crash while Lewis. Lewis navigated the wet and won that race. Like there were so many massive moments because up until yeah. that point, Alonso was ahead. And yeah, Hamilton wins whilst Alonso crashes out, and it's again building the same tire, same car. That's that. I mean, it's and only... for Alonso, you are the two-time defending champion. There's exactly. Also... So Hamilton was under a lot less pressure than Alonso. That's for yeah. Sure. So Alonso could look back and say, "I had every right to have made it three in a row," but this guy, if, yeah, then, if Lewis of... Hamilton was even. One percent less of a driver. Alonso is a three-time world champion. Yeah, dare I say four-time world champion? Because why would he then leave McLaren after he's won a title? And then two thousand and eight, does he go on to win that title? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Or does Massa win the title? So legacies in Formula One is is crazy because this is Kimi's only title, mm-hmm. and it would have been a tragedy if Kimi never won a title. Absolute tragedy. Yeah. The same way we're looking now. Um, we can segue into the race today. The dominance we're seeing from Red Bull, it's hard to feasibly see it. They, ending. they said in my they head, win all races this it's, season. And what, what race do you look at and say, oh, someone else has it? Nobody has it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and you look at drivers like Lando Norris, you look at drivers like um, Charles Leclerc. At what point do they start reconsidering the options? But then, what are their options? The options are you go to Red Bull and try and beat Max as his teammates. That's almost mission impossible. The alternative is staying at your team and just praying. Pray and build a better car. (laughs) Because Mercedes are not proving to be able to compete. Do you just wait? Obviously, I've I've come to the conclusion. They do develop their car. They can hold P2, but nobody's touching Red Bull. The advantage is locked in. Whether they cheated, whether it was cost cap. Whatever happened, they've locked yeah. in that advantage. Adrian Newey is a mastermind. The powertrain team is up and running. Mm-hmm. They've they've aced it because that car. They, we'll, they, we'll, did they even turn it we'll down? Digest, the don't worry, we'll digest Red Bull and what we saw today a little later. In 2007, Alonso's contract termination at the end of the season from resulting tensions with McLaren. Crazy. And he was also forbidden, interestingly, from joining a primary challenger of McLaren for 2008. Can imagine that you just had to walk away and go back to Renault at the time. Spent a further two years, nothing happened there. Then joined Ferrari, and then another title push was on. But 
Sebastian Vettel happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vettel's rise was yeah, yeah, rise was crazy. But Alonso did had did have legitimate uh title runs for twenty ten and twenty twelve. It was pretty close. They all went to the final day, but just didn't go his way. So still talk on stock on two titles and probably that's what he's gonna retire with. And then the most recent rivalry that we saw, the one I at least I was able to watch, Hamilton and Rosberg, teammates for four years, sharing three titles. Hamilton, 32 wins. Rosberg, 22 wins. You can add that up, 54 wins for Mercedes out of 78. That breaks together. This was absolute annihilation. But (laughs) yeah, Hamilton, 55 podiums. Rosberg, 50. If you you remove the 2013 season as well, yeah, because uh, obviously 2013 was the old regulations that were dominant. Exactly. If you change that to just 14 to 16, it's a joke. It's, 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 it's I don't not, think they. I, I, I think, think that would be 54 in. 54 in. Okay, if 2013 had. Let me just say 19 races. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, they That's didn't lose like up 59. to 10 races because yeah, yeah, I know yeah. um, Daniel got a few wins in there. Yeah, Seb Daniel, won in. Seb got a few in there. In the won, Max, Max had Max, in 2016. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think there's up to 10 races. Up to 10, yeah. Between, between them, which is yeah. it's a joke. It's a joke. Hamilton qualified ahead 42 times. Rosberg, 36. Hamilton, 35 poles. Rosberg, 29. Hamilton, 1,334 points. Rosberg, 1,195. So clearly, Rosberg, like he said, I think it was after the Dulan Desert 2014 Bahrain opener, he said, he strongly hates coming second to Lewis. Like, you know, he is more talented than you based on equal machinery. And then you um, see, as we said, it was annihilation. Aided Mercedes to all-time best, 765 constructor points. Maybe Red Bull can <laughs> change that. Red Bull, I mean, they've got two one-twos at the moment. Yeah, and so far. Based off today... So Who far. or what is to suggest they cannot do this? I, 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 I have no idea. They, they because Verstappen started P15. P15, man. And finished 20 seconds ahead of third place. <laughs> Although the, the safety car played into his hands. The safety car played into his hands. Do you not realize the gap could have been a lot more for Red Bull? Wait, not for the safety car. Perez, I, I think Perez would have been a lot clearer. But I do wonder... I think Max would have still recovered to second, but it would have been obviously a lot tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just bunch everybody up a bit and then you get more. Obviously, it gave gave people free pit stops as well. So we don't know what would happen strategy wise. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I can't. It's it's, it's demoralizing. (laughs) We're looking at another boring season and it's hurting. I'm looking at the timing sheet and it's like that. It's hurting me already. For Hamilton and Rosberg collided at Barcelona 2016, crazy, giving Max, of all people, his first win at the time, who would have thought. Rosberg won 2016 title after maintaining early season lead, but very costly DNF for Hamilton in Malaysia. I remember that race. Yeah, because it, and... it was a 20-something point swing. Yeah, the, the engine just failed. And if you think about it, look at the points total at the end of the season. Hamilton doesn't get into the He would have would have definitely wrapped up 2016. And we'll be talking clear of Schumacher right now, but again, fate in F1. Iconic cool-down room drama moment after Hamilton secures 2015 titles. I think he threw the second yeah, when he tossed really cap. Yeah, he tossed it to cap to him and 
Rosberg was like, man, what the hell are you doing with this? Like, t- take your second place back. You're crazy. So, and Rosberg shockingly retires after 2016 title triumph. Off-track relationship between the two has been strained ever since. Like, they aren't, they aren't even... You can't even check YouTube and see some sit-down interview between the two. Like, I think Rosberg is working for Sky Sports F1 right now. So, you can't even see a sit-down interview between the two since Rosberg retired. Like, they, they just kept getting strained, strained, yeah. strained further from each other. So, if you ask Hamilton today, it's Rosberg, you know, he's not my friend. <laughs> so he will tell you straight away. I do that. hope they eventually reconcile. Because yeah, I, like, I think Lewis was hurt by the lengths Rosberg was willing to go to to win. Yeah. But obviously, it's, it's Formula 1 or champion. Yeah, Ro- to be honest, Rosberg actually made shit a lot more personal than it should have been. It's uh, just race, fine. If you're better than him, do the truck talking on track. But all the in-betweens was just a little bit unnecessary. So probably... That was Lewis's issue, and but from Rosberg's perspective, at the end of the day, it, it won him a world title. It's legacy defining. You have to do, you have to pull out all the stops. You have to do as much as. <laughs> That's the thing. F one is just that kind of sport. It is a dirty sport. For some, for some world champions, you needed to do some crazy. And I think Schumacher as well in '95 with Damon Hill. There have been so many years where. You just look at it like, ah, this guy world champion, but look at what he did. Mm, so, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. But it looks like we are past that era. If, ah, oh God, I don't want to start thinking of <laughs> this season. But so far, you would agree, it, um, Senna and Prost was probably the most intense. Yeah, rivalry. especially because the, the stakes, mass- there's a lot of teammate rivalries that come to mind, like um, Ocon and Perez at Force India. Yeah, was very interesting, mm-hmm. or even Ocon and Alonso last year. But again, the stakes were nowhere near as high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and stakes do matter because pressure makes diamonds. Like, how do you react when there's so much pressure? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd say Senna and Prost is. And at the end of it, at the end of it all, one walks away. Prost walked away. Alonso walked away. Rosberg walked away. Yeah, Some, something has to give. Something some has point. to give. Yeah, either the team replaces one. I think Weber and Vettel is another great one. Ooh, yeah, that was, um, that was pretty spicy. But I think Vettel just Vettel was just more, too yeah, he crazy. focused more on the track stuff than actually, yeah, I want to race today and take Weber out or make sure this and that. Yeah, so that's what made that one a little less spicy. There wasn't too much animosity between them, mm-hmm. like in other rivalries. Well, yeah, Vettel's gone now. Weber's gone now. We are here in 2023, and Red Bull are about to wrap up three straight titles. Well, uh, not constructors' titles. Well, halfway businesses. Come on, no. This this gap advantage is not looking. It's not looking healthy. It's not looking. It's not cute. It's not looking healthy. This whole wind tunnel, less wind tunnel time punishment. And, and, and you, you you do realize in the longer, the shorter, uh, shorter lap, but longer race. Uh, distances maybe places like uh zanvoort or monaco these these gaps if if care is not taking we, we could be looking at verstappen pairs one to netted you see like 40 50 seconds behind us like it seems like they're turning down the engines as well <sighs> because they know that they've they know the limits obviously they've had um, yeah they, they really don't need to failure so to, yeah exactly Put it to full throttle and yeah, let's just keep. They know they are much quicker than the rest of the field. Because look at Ferrari. Charles started P twelve. Yeah, he started ahead of Max. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he was actually having a nice recovery drive. Yeah. But his progress was kind At of... At least in the midst of Mercedes' turbo hybrid um, annihilation, there were Ferrari moments. There were battles, not within uh, Hamilton and Rosberg, Hamilton, but like other teams were actually trying to put up a fight. You see some surprise Yeah, there were certain there. weekends or certain tracks. Like um, Monaco was Red Bull's weekend. Yeah, yeah. Ricardo Very, didn't pole. obviously exactly. uh, didn't go well. 2018, same story. Ricardo gets the win. Mm-hmm. Um, same as Ferrari there were, won the were Grand Prix. There were, yeah, there, were, there were moments. And last year, even last year, even though Red Bull ultimately had the quickest package, Ferrari at a point had the quickest package. They did, but they at a point, even Mercedes technically had the quickest package for one race. Yeah. For Brazil 2022 alone, they they had the quickest package. Like um, you can't you can't even see anything coming up like competition for this is why I'm I'm not ready to look. This is all the way to November. No, come on, come on. I'm really tuning into F1 to watch midfield battle. Second, third, fourth, fifth. Who? Oh, jeez. Now they head off to Albert Park, Australia, in two weeks' time, and <laughs> it's looking it's looking like another. Another destruction by Red Bull. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, uh, they could honestly put Ricardo in the well, car. Well, who, who let, Grand Prix. I think and, the first sprint is at Baku. I, I, I don't know. I find it strange that you actually do a sprint at Baku. With Baku this, like, is actually quite... Because that, that long ass straight. And I think it was inspired by the 2021 finish to Baku with the brake match. Yeah. All the, yeah a lot yeah, of positions yeah, changed yeah. late. I think Lando... Yeah. Seb, a lot of people moved around late, so I think it's been inspired by that. There is definitely potential. Yeah, the, the circuit is it's pretty dangerous actually for a sprint, but yeah, it will be, be an exciting watch. But to think Red Bull will start at the front and it's another kind of track where you can extend your advantage like crazy because you yeah, get to some corners and you have to mm, bring it down. The straight line crazy. speed is a joke. Like Martin Brundle <laughs> said, it was like F2 versus F1 when. I think Verstappen got past Russell or got past Hamilton. It was man, they it was have, a down DRS is like DDRS. It's it's <laughs> it's absolutely mad. No, it was seventeen it's absolutely kilometers mad. an hour quicker. It's yeah. You just have to respect. We're, it. we're heading to we're heading to quick tracks. Australia is fairly quick. As uh, Baku has long streets, you've got Miami has its own areas. Uh, San Marino is there. Monaco is. A different circuit, but I, I think traditionally, who gets poor and who doesn't make mistakes ends up winning. Barcelona, it's also pretty quick. Canada is quick. Austria is very quick. Silverstone, we know how that is. Hungary is not so quick. More of cornering speed. Spa, it's another sprint event. I mean, wait, 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 I can't even pinpoint a race where Red Bull may struggle. No, it's not. No, the, the, the package is too quick. I think wow, it is. This is maddening, man. I know Christian Honor is having a field day where he is right now. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he has to be given respect because yeah. for an eight-year period, he watched his arch... He hated it so much. And he, he kept at it. He um, hated it so much. He made the necessary changes. Well, um, oh, to be honest, to be fair, I don't think anybody can do eight constructors championships in a row. If, not, if, yeah, I'd be worried if yeah, because if Red Bull if Red Bull maintain this to twenty twenty six, that'll be five for them in a row constructor wise. So, 
I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just wishing the new regulations are next season or something. <laughs> we've, we've still got a while to wait. We still got a while, man. Um, so yeah, but are we are we are we really watching this season to disregard a front row battle and just oh yeah, best of the rest? You could just follow. I didn't want this. No, <laughs> I didn't want this. This is like 2022 2.0. Like uh-huh. Red Bull may actually win all races. Come on now. It's, that would be. Come yeah, on, that's now. very bad for the sport. Very bad. Schumacher's... Imagine a Premier League team winning all 38 games. Yeah, Schumacher's Ferrari never did that. Um, it's, never. It's, it's dominance we just haven't seen before. And obviously, it's easy to get carried away early on, but it doesn't feel like we are. It's Looking not... at the evidence that's in front of us, they are. Yeah, it's not. There's no um, They're just not on the same planet as us. It's obviously, lapping people being lapped—that's not a new phenomenon. But it's when you look at the fastest lap gaps. Yeah. On the same compound of tire. Max did They're a 131.9. The fact that he had that in his store to pull out in the last lap, whereas Bottas in the <laughs> Alpha... <laughs> Bottas in the Alpha was a 134. <laughs> Sergeant in the Williams, 134. Oh Lando, goodness. 134. Oh. Piastri, 134. Oh. Nick DeVries managed a 33, and then mm. from there it's 33s. But again, Alonso, who finished on the podium... 132.2. Like, it's the, the, the pace gap. And then in qualifying as well, the fact that Charles finishing over a tenth away from Checo was such a big achievement is worrying. It's very worrying. And I feel like if Checo was of a higher... Did, did you notice something very unusual today? Like, um, Ferrari's pace wasn't there. It wasn't there at all. It wasn't at there. All. It was what? very underwhelming. I think I they think had they... signs start at fourth and... Mm-mm, no... Mm. And they, they actually got their, well, unfortunately, because of the safety car. The safety car kind of yeah, um, yeah, they, avoided their like strategies too early. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but the pace, the pace wasn't there, and that was very worrying to see for them. It they, is, yeah, especially on that hard time. They've struggled on the hard time in the past. Obviously, everyone has struggles, different circuits, things sometimes. Yeah, the car just the car responds time. differently. But yeah. Hungary, remember, they put Charles on the hard, and they basically sold the race. Um, so it wouldn't be the first time that the Ferrari has not responded well to that hard tire. Why that is, I don't so know. So are, are we are we to start praying for Red Bull DNFs just for things to change? No, I, I can't I can't attempt to manifest that kind of thing. <laughs> but like the fact that everyone was so excited when Max was P fifteen, but it's kind of, uh, oh we oh we just hope for rain for every every other race <laughs> because this, just, is, this is getting wild. It it is bad. You, wild, you sort bro. of have to just accept the top two and then. Just from three down. Wow, Red Bull. Yes. I, I, I will applaud you guys though. Building up an absolute beast of a car, no problem. They do. They do. I can't hit. I can't hit that. Oh, I'm just seeing this. Alonso's podium was reinstated. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. he, he got the podium back. Oh wow! Oh wow! And they oh, shouldn't wow. have taken it away in the first. Yeah, they shouldn't have actually. So Russell was smiling for one moment, and they, they see Russell has now <laughs> taken pictures of the trophy. Now, <laughs> nah, but when I saw the replay, I don't think that Will Gunn was basically doing much. That this FIA guy, it's, it's not enough to that. merit it. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not enough. Right? Although Ocon got a penalty for that last um, last race, so. he did. He did. <sighs> wow. Well, Alonso, nice one, back to back podiums. Let's see what happens. That's number hundred, and. 
This is what he came back to the sport. Yeah, it's, it's so bad that you know the F1 uh, admin would post hundred and then they take the podium away from you. Like, what does that? <laughs> that yeah, does that's that? that's very embarrassing. Yeah, very well. Good thing that it was reinstated because I know he would have gone mad knowing along. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, very unfortunate. He's already drunk the champagne. His whole body is drunk. Yeah, like, come on. You not take that food here from me after he, I was... Uh, he no. was. He literally said, well, I mean, I've taken the photos. I've done everything. It's, it's yeah, it's just not going to hit the same. Yeah, I do know Saudi is a very fast track. Red Bull gets even faster. Just imagine when they actually change their power units at some point in the season. We'll not have... Another max at Spa part two. You start from back of the grid and end up when you end, you're ending up leading the race after lap fifteen. No, no, they could they could start in the pit lane right now. Right? So oh, like into this, this is... Max would just have to pick off the car lap, car lap, car oh, lap. Second lap. You know. Where's the fight, man? Where's the fight? Where is the fight? At least we saw Silverstone last year. <laughs> Look at that mad four car battle. Yeah, that's F one now. Yeah, it's, midway it's, through the race, twenty-seven point gap, uh, twenty-seven second gap. No, no. no. You guys don't do this. Can't God just bless all the other teams with a few seven, seven tenths? <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, like you almost have to let the teams make a mistake. It's obviously, it's not a spec series. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it is. It is very frustrating to watch. I don't know. Well, based on evidence and based on driver lineups, we can see. Mercedes, who are good in developing their car over a season, can actually get this P2. I don't think Stroll will give enough, no matter how fast Aston Martin is. Not that he's not good, but he's just not as good as a Russell or Hamilton. So if they do develop their car and get faster, they can look at P2. Ferrari today was very worrying. I, I won't conclude on that until the next few races, but today was bad considering where... They started from and they just couldn't get close. And for some reason, Mercedes, I think, yeah, Russell on hards, Lewis on mediums, they just kept stretching the advantages, stretching, stretching, stretching. Yeah, there was the debate as to whether they... I was like, well, aren't you guys supposed to be faster than them? So, like, what's <laughs> happening? Yeah, so, yeah, we'll still wait for the next two weeks and see, but F1 is not looking pretty right now. But, yeah, we'll watch, we'll watch on. <laughs> we just have to. What choice do we have? So we sign off. This is episode four. We thank God for seeing us through once again. And international break is next. I don't know how much of that I'll watch, but <laughs> bring <laughs> bring on April, please. Bring on, bring on April. Playoffs begin then. April is the next F1 race. Prem returns in April. Champions League. So yeah, March. I'm done. I'm done with you. <laughs> bring on April. Yeah, yeah, man. So bless up and good night. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and see you next week. Catch you next week.
Change. 